Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is the gospel. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. First things first, how many times have you heard that? Homework comes before playtime. A clean room comes before ice cream. Study comes before graduation. Acting responsibly comes before trust. Quality performance comes before more responsibility. And on and on we could go. First things first. And so when Jesus tells us these words, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, we apply first things first and conclude if we love Jesus, we will keep his commandments. But it doesn't play out that way in life. We don't keep his commandments. Oh, we do now and then, but our lives simply don't stack up to these words of Jesus. And then we begin to think another way. Since I don't keep the commandments, I must love, not love Jesus. And that kind of thinking will get us no place fast. So to understand this, we have to look carefully at Jesus' words. And we begin with the word commandments. Because we often think just of commandments as being what Jesus tells us to do and not to do. That's not the case here. He's using the word in a much broader sense. It includes everything, he says. Everything he tells us about what he came to do for us and did for us on the cross what his death means for us, what his resurrection means for us. This word means not only what to do and not to do, but what Jesus has done for us and what he calls on us to believe. And that's where we tend to go wrong with this passage. We look at it as only what Jesus is telling us to do and not to do. What he's actually doing is calling on us to believe in him. First things first, we read this passage and conclude if we love Jesus. But what Jesus is reminding us is first things first, he loved us first. That's what came first. That's the primary, most important, critical thought here. He loved us first. 
John says that in his first epistle. We love because he first loved us. And then John goes on to say, in this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a propitiation for our sins. He loved us first when we didn't love him at all. He loved us even to death, death on a cross. That's what came first, even before this verse. So number one, Jesus loved us and died for us. Number two, we love Jesus because he first loved us and we cling to him in faith. And number three, only then can we love Jesus and live according to his word. This is all the work of God. This is the work of the gospel in us. It is God's work. It's not ours. But of course, so many times as the people of God... We don't keep the commandments. We fail, and sometimes we fail miserably. But that's the very reason we need the gospel. That's the very reason that Jesus Christ gave his life on the cross of Calvary. Because he was a propitiation for our sins, a covering for our sins, so that we would have the forgiveness of sins. So that as we seek to live according to the word of Christ, when we fail, he forgives us, he picks us up, he sets us standing again. And he strengthens us to go on our way with a clean slate to live according to his word once again. But our Savior is always giving to us. He knew it would be so difficult for us to live according to his word in this world. And so he asked the Father... And the Father sends us another helper who will be with us forever, the Spirit of truth. He gives us more gospel. The Spirit comes to us and He teaches us the truth. We live in a world full of lies and deceit and evil. And it's hard to pick it out sometimes. We hear many voices. The Spirit is there to guide us into the truth. To show us the truth. That our Savior is the truth. That our Savior is the only way to heaven. That our Savior teaches us the only way to live life abundantly. So the Spirit is our helper working in us.
Jesus sends us the Spirit so we can believe in Him and live according to His Word. And we don't need help just ever once in a while. We need help every moment. So the Spirit is with you every moment. He has been since the day you were baptized. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. From that day, the Holy Spirit is working in you to strengthen your faith and to empower you to live according to Christ's words. He is the one that helps us. He is the one that shows us the way through this world. And He is constantly here for us to strengthen us, to bless us, and to make sure we cling to our Savior, Jesus Christ. So we give thanks to God for the sending of His Son, Jesus, who died for us and rose again. We give thanks to our Savior, for sending us the Spirit that gives us the strength to believe in Him, to love Him. And we give thanks to the Spirit for helping us, empowering us to live according to Christ's words. It's just that simple. First things first. Amen. And now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. We confess our Christian faith in the words of the Nicene Creed on the back inside cover of the hymnal.